y'all. Thanks for listening to the podcast version of uh, Exploring Anime's Weird Obsession with Drunk Woman. Uh, yeah, let me know if you like this episode. Again, if you want to watch it visually, go ahead and head on over to my YouTube where I did a lot of hard work editing and breaking it down. Uh, but yeah, I yeah, hope you enjoy and see you next time. Bye! Countless tropes exist in anime. From cold but lovable tsundere's to loud protagonists who seem to get stronger by screaming everything they say, some of these are cute, others annoying, and many cliché. There's one character archetype that it recently recaptured my attention. It's a trope that made me question, why are women in anime so obsessed with alcohol? Hey my friends, my name is Phoenix, and as always, make sure to grab your cup or your shot glass because it's time to spill the anime tequila, I mean anime tea, and let's get to the bottom of why anime is so obsessed with alcoholic women. Cheers. Uh, this is water, by the way, just in case. So before anyone comes for me, uh, I know someone's going to be there in the comments saying, why are you only specifically talking about women in anime who drink alcohol when there is a bunch of men and other characters that love alcohol just as much? And the answer basically is just because I want to. I don't know. I like women in anime, as do most other people who talk about anime, and I want to talk about specifically why Women in anime are shown to drink a lot of alcohol. Uh, is there some deeper meaning to it? Is there some reason why sometimes these women, their only personality trait is that they drink a lot? I mean, is it just lazy writing to add alcohol into a scene knowing that if the characters drink it, they're going to do something interesting or funny? Or is it possible that they're talking more about Japan as a society and its relationship with alcohol within one of our favorite anime? Let's talk about it. So alcohol has more meaning than you might think, and this is especially the case in Japan where traditions passed down for generations have affected the way people consume alcohol to this day. Booze basically has its own hidden language, like flowers, but much more chaotic. Symbolically, the act of drinking itself is a sign of adulthood in many cultures and is not much different in Japan or in anime. However, the types of drinks and the locations and situations that people find themselves drinking in kind of can insinuate different aspects of a character's personality within a series, especially for anime. The types of drinks that a character has might indicate their age or personality type, and the places and situations that they have the drinks indicate the type of person they are or the type of work that they do. For example, some of the main alcoholic beverages that show up in anime are beer, which is usually associated with casual drinkers, people who attend and nomikais, also known as group or social drinking parties. There's also sake, which is a type of rice wine originating in Japan that has a lot of traditional references and also shows up in a lot of ceremonies and religious practices. Wine kind of globally is associated with classy drinkers and usually older women. And then there's harder liquor, which includes whiskey, rum, and tequila, among others, that are usually associated with older, more mature drinkers who can handle their liquor or sometimes just associated with people who kind of can't handle the liquor but still drink it anyway. Younger characters in anime aren't totally off limits from having a sip of alcohol or two. For example, on holidays like New Year's, there is a specific type of sake, kind of sweet, light alcohol type drink known as amasake, which I've tried and I really did like. It's actually pretty good. If it's, it's kind of like just like a juice drink with a little hint of alcohol that you can barely taste, but it's sweet and it's delicious and I love it. Surprisingly, some characters in anime and even in real life are able to get drunk off of coffee, according to some people's genetics 
Olympics, which I didn't really know was a thing until I watched one episode of Blue Period and I was thoroughly surprised. And of course there's those really funny moments in anime where a character that's usually a teenager or younger gets a little drunk after eating hard liquor chocolates, which are just the chocolates that have like a little bit of alcohol in them. And those are funny, usually one and done gags that you don't continue to see for the rest of the season. There are also characters who smoke a lot in anime as well as drink or vice versa. And there's some really interesting characters and specifically women characters that I would love to break down, but that would be for a whole other video. Let me know if you want that. Well, all of these are interesting to say the least. I'm mostly going to be focusing on two types of beverages, beer and hard liquors, and how that affects the characters that we see in shows, why they show up so often, and the situations and places that the drinks show up in and why the characters drink them. Drinking parties and get-togethers are actually traditions passed down throughout Japan's history. But the most notable change in modern history as it pertains to women drinking has to be post-bubble Japan. During the recession of the 90s, men were losing full-time jobs and started transitioning into temporary and part-time work, positions that women were already starting to make up in the 80s and previous. Men and women for the first time were on the same work level, thus the rise of more women drinking for the workplace and casually. Now you may be thinking, what does men and women being on the same work level have to do with women drinking more? And the answer is Japan has this kind of interesting aspect about its culture where drinking is part of the job sometimes. Despite how amazing that might sound to some, there are some pitfalls to these enticing drinking parties. Imagine going to happy hour with your coworkers and your boss, and then having to fill your boss's drink whenever they were running low on their drink, and having to refer to them professionally as if still at the workplace, and possibly being humiliated at work for the rest of your life there because you couldn't hold your liquor and dance down the street naked. Does it still sound fun to you? To some people, yeah, it probably does. There are many rules based in tradition and history that you have to master and do correctly at these drinking parties. For example, like a subordinate pouring alcohol for their superior in order to honor hierarchy in the workplace. pre 90 Japan, the working class was dominated by men who participated in these drinking parties to become initiated into their companies, discuss work, and create bonds with their superiors and colleagues. There's a term known as nomination, combining the Japanese Japanese word for drinking and the English word for communication, which means the act of people talking over drinks to form stronger bonds with one another. is isn't just associated with workplace drinking, but hints at the idea that drinking together with other people is just a popular way to hang out and become closer with other people. Once temporary work leveled the job field for men and women, it became common for women to begin to participate more in these drinking parties, which comes with its own ups and downs. Especially since some of these women's duties were often associated with having to perform for men, including pouring alcohol for their superiors, even if it wasn't technically their job to pour. This is a good example of this in the series of Gretzko, where Gretzko has to pour a drink for her boss, even though she is not the youngest or the most inexperienced person in the room. But there's another scene where they do it again, where Gretzko is able to kind of speak up for herself and show tone that she's not just this girl he can boss around. And it's also a great time. That's, that all happened when a Gretzko was still good. But outside of limited traditional roles, work drinking parties are key to understanding why drinking is so commonplace in anime. Many shows featuring working class characters usually depict them going out for drinks with their coworkers, either for work or in their personal downtime. So this explains shows like My Senpai is Annoying, Otakoi, Gretzko, and Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, among others which heavily feature women casually drinking with their friends and coworkers, sometimes during, but usually after, 
work. But adjacent to these dynamics came a whole new world of nightlife alcohol rendezvous just for women. The changing dynamics in the workplace also brought about changes in behavior of working women. Women often left their work drinking parties to meet up with other women and friends for more drinking. At first, the areas where women to comfortably party and drink into the night were few and far between, but as dynamics changed in the workplace, so did a change in the nightlife as more women started to go out into the town with their friends and look for places where they could hang out and have a good time. This led to the rise of host clubs, which are places where men perform duties that were usually associated with women in, in men's entertainment fantasies and things like that. So the men in host clubs would go and serve the women, they would perform for them, and they would pour their alcohol and their drinks and things like that, kind of subverting the traditional roles. And on an interesting note, this is how the premise for Orin High School Host Club was created, which is super interesting and a whole other topic for another video. <laughs> Manga like Nomi Joshi, aka Drinking Girls, features a group of women who like to go out and drink together at beer gardens and clubs in their free time, away from work and the responsibilities at home. Anime like Takunomi takes place at a 20-something girls dormitory where the residents like to hang out and drink at home together after living their various daily lives. Many under-the-radar manga and anime such as the ones I mentioned before are probably going to show you more realistic aspects of women drinking alcohol and the joys of just women just hanging out with their homies on a weeknight and having a good time, which I'm here for. But we're not just talking about the good representations of alcohol and women in anime, we're talking about all of the representations, and that includes some questionable and slightly annoying ones as well. As I mentioned earlier, beer or biru is usually associated with younger casual drinkers, but also in anime, it seems, tends to be associated with mentally attractive women and party animals. One of anime's, Japan's, and possibly the world's favorite drinks is beer. The rise of popularity of beer in Japan may be associated with Japan's involvement with Germany in World War I and World War II, among other things. There's actually a really interesting video of Japan beer in Germany by Aeon No Horus, which I'll link somewhere up here in the description for you to watch if you want to learn a little bit more about that. He breaks it down pretty well, but we're not going to get that deep today. We're just talking about why beer shows up in anime specifically, and specifically why beer, which was commonly associated with men for a really long time, now is kind of the staple for women in anime to drink. Some of the first associations with Japanese women and beer are advertisements by places like Kirin. At first, the ads showed women nowhere near a glass of beer, instead posing elegantly on posters for beer companies. Despite the rise of women going out to beer halls in their spare time as early as the 19th, 50s. As time went on and the appeal of sex dynamics changed, women in scantily clad bikinis holding beer became popular in the 90s to early 2000s in Japan. This may have led to men being more attracted to women who drank beer, even though none of these depictions of women had them drinking beer, um, just holding it, you know, seductively. More importantly, this could have led to women drinking more beer, maybe at first to seem more attractive, but later on just because they began to actually enjoy it and enjoyed hanging out with friends while drinking it. Beer has also become the trope of everyone's favorite character archetype, which is the belligerent drunk girl who likes to fall all over the pitiful protagonist. What's more attractive than a woman downing a cold one? Apparently a girl who can't control her liquor. Though some of the women I mentioned are actually fairly tolerant of the alcohol they consume, apparently this is the case for women in positions of power. There are quite a few cases where women in anime who tend to be docile or shy become more bold and bombastic after chugging a few beers, among other beverages, giving this idea of the best of both worlds. You know, there's a girl who is shy and sweet and submissive during the day, but give her a few drinks and she will be more aggressive, talk a lot more, 
and uh, is kind of allowed to be more loud and belligerent. A character that embodies this trait that people might hate me for is actually Yor from Spy Family because of the one episode where in order to do something, I won't give away the spoiler, she decides to like down an entire glass of wine in order to be confident enough to do what she has to do and it's kind of interesting and part of the reason I actually made this video in the first place. But a character that I really want to break down because of her interest in beer specifically is Misato from Evangelion. Yes, I wore this shirt for a reason because I'm talking about Evangelion today. Can't have a deep psychological video about alcohol without talking about Evangelion. So I really want to discuss why Misato is such a heavy drinker, but particularly why she's such a heavy beer drinker instead of, you know, a consumer of any other type of alcoholic beverage. What's particularly interesting about Misato is that she drinks beer all the time for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, three meals a day, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, all the time, which is a reference to, you know, a problem, but it makes sense why her character might have this type of issue. Not saying that it's okay because she has a very stressful job and she also has a very sad, messed up childhood and background. But what's not explained is why she primarily chooses beer for her alcohol consumption. Part of the reason I assume is because of that thing I talked about earlier where conventionally attractive women were shown on posters of beer ads in order to get more men to drink it. Therefore, what better way to show a fantasy of a beautiful woman drinking beer than in anime, specifically mecha anime, which was really big during the 90s. I think particularly Misato's hobbies and work life have to play into why she specifically chooses beer to drink. Being in such a high position at work means that she has a lot of responsibility. It also means she has to make a lot of life or death decisions for literal children on a daily basis. At home, she lives in a messy apartment surrounded by beer cans and tossed car magazines, which alludes to her interest in old cars. Uh, another reference to her interest in old cars is the first car that she picks Shinji up in in that first episode, which later gets trashed. All of these are actually a trait developed by character designer for Evangelion, Yoshiyuki Saramoto, who also has a love for cars and motorcycle outfits and everything that Misato kind of embodies bodies in her character. All this also kind of insinuates her bachelor-esque lifestyle where she kind of lives like a dude that's kind of living on his own and doesn't really have any responsibilities. Her only downtime is being at home and drinking her beers so and she would drink it all the time. It's easy to drink a bunch of them at once without getting too drunk too quickly and in Misato's case she usually consumes about 30 plus cans a day according to one article which is a problem like I said like she needs she needs some help but the whole cast needs help. The next strings I'm going to be breaking down are more associated with more mature, older individuals who can sometimes hold their liquor and sometimes still can't but drink it anyway. There's a more negative trope that an older woman who drinks a lot is bitter about her life and her mistakes, among other failures and things that haunt her. For example, Tsunade from Naruto. Fortunately, like all the other women characters in Naruto, Tsunade is just the embodiment of a trope, a single trope of a older woman who drinks because she regrets her life decisions. That is seen in every aspect of Tsunade's character personality. Despite being in one of the highest positions in the series, Tsunade is given the 
bitter old woman trope and never really gets a chance to show off her Hokage level abilities. Oftentimes when a scene is focused on her, she is steeped in flashbacks of the loss of her brother or her beloved Don Koto, Kato, I don't know if I said his name right, I haven't finished all Naruto, and later on Jiraiya. Losing multiple people in her life that she loved, some of which she blames on herself, leads to her gambling and alcohol addiction to drown her sorrows and failures. But not everything is bleak in the world of hard liquor drinkers, also known as Shugo. There are also examples of women who drink a lot to show their positions of power. For example, successful women in high white collar managerial positions for work or just in higher positions in their series, for example, who drink hard liquor as a sign of pride and are often highly regarded in their work. This is because they are often in charge of younger, mostly male subordinates, and if they are unable to tolerate high levels of alcohol, it might be seen as a sign of weakness in leadership. That's why we get characters who handle their liquor well and are sometimes thrown into occasional drinking competitions to show their strength. The most interesting aspect of those who drink heavier spirits in anime is that some of them are just doing it to have a great time, and that's probably one of my favorite tropes <laughs> to have. They enjoy drinking liquor as a hobby, as a pastime, and they are able to control themselves for the most part and still have a good time. Since companies around the late 90s and forward began to market all of their liquor products, including harder liquors, to women as women began to climb higher in terms of economic success, it became more popular to showcase women in ads and commercials who knew about the contents of the drinks they liked, including those that had heavier substances such as whiskey, and order it confidently at bars or enjoy it among their friends. One of my favorite representations of an older lady who likes to drink in her spare time and knows how to handle her liquor and doesn't do it because of trauma or abuse is Yuko from Holic. She's a good mix between a boss lady and someone who just loves drinking as a hobby. She normally drinks as a celebration or brings drinks to friends as offerings. She and Makona, her adorable bunny-like creation, tend to hang out and drink together in the afternoons when she's not running her shop. I've been reading Holic lately, so that's kind of why I thought of it, because Yuko is great. I love her. I love her just being a boss lady who runs her shop, being elusive, and being involved in the supernatural, and knowing a good liquor when she sees one. There's also Chisato Mizusawa from Love is a Cocktail, who's also a good example of this and she's just a woman who works hard all day long at work and gets to come home and try the different cocktails that her husband gives her and she doesn't need to get super drunk to have a great time. She gets a little tipsy, she takes her drinks, and she relaxes for the rest of the day. What more can you want? Alcohol and the characters that drink it are a mixed bag of complex ideals that both represent freedom of consumption, making room for markets to accept anyone of legal age who wishes to consume their products, and the persistence of annoying drunk girls in anime that will probably never go away because people s seem to like that for some reason. <laughs> there are many tropes in anime that make us question their purpose, many that have deeper meanings and connotations that we may overlook because we see them so often. What other major tropes have you noticed in anime you may want a deeper dive into? Please let me know in the comments below so I can see if I'll make a video on it. And if you feel like helping me afford to continue to make these videos among others, please check out my Patreon where for $1 a month you get exclusive access to extra little content things. As always, thank you for watching. My name is Phoenix and I dive into the world of visual storytelling in anime and sometimes manga on a weekly basis. And I will see you guys in the next video. Peace!